Welcome to the Few Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Richie, Darren, and Mark. Hey, you know that check I was talking about getting you? I'll get it like sometime in 2019. <laughs> We're trying to help you grow those oranges, man. <laughs> and then they get angry or excited. Doesn't really matter which one, right? And and then they move on to a picture of their friend from high school just had another baby, right? Welcome back to the Few Podcasts. My name's Darren. I'm here with Mark. And today it it may it might be happening. Elon may be buying Twitter. Allegedly. This time, maybe. From what I'm hearing, it could happen. Well, unless they turn him down and he's like, Oh, I don't have to spend forty four billion dollars? Okay. Bye. Well, I don't yeah, I I don't think that the Twitter's ever Twitter's gonna turn him down. I don't I don't think that's that's going to happen because I don't think they can. Um, the only thing I, I could think that they would do would be to try to make it difficult. But at this point, they sued him to get him to spend $44 billion to buy the company. Why would they? I don't know. I mean, unless they're trying to get money, you know, to just get him for so much money. Yeah. But. Well, but I mean, now if they turned him down and they said, well, no, we're we're thinking that you know, the company is worth 50 billion, you know, he can just turn around and say, Nope, not going to buy it. That was my offer. It was 44 billion, which is well above market value up until, up until all these people who were buying stocks like crazy. Um, because it was, what was he buying it? Like $45 a share. And I think at, before he announced it was selling at like $37 a share. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, that's the the problem. That's because people were buying it because that's the value of the the stock. I mean, the stock mm-hmm. is worth uh, like fifty two or fifty four dollars a share uh, times the number of shares gets forty four billion. So that's what they're doing. They're just buying it up there because if they make a dollar on it, they make a dollar on it, right? If you make a dollar yeah. on fifty two, that's still, you know, that's still what five percent or not five percent, but like two percent or something for a day's work. That's not bad. No. No, so, yeah. I, if I had some, if I had unlimited funds, I would be buying. I'd be buying the stock right now, except for if it, if it came out this late this evening. You know, if if it if it is true that Twitter wants to, because Elon Musk even tweeted out, "Oh, what a plot twist!" <laughs> so well, like, I I think maybe he wanted to buy it all along. He was just trying to get a lower price because the stock market was tanking and he thought maybe, well, you know, I can make some stupid reason up and then they might give in and they might sell it to me for less, which is, you know, plausible. I mean, the stock was selling for $37 a share or whatever. Well, he he could buy it for, you know, 45. That's still more than what it was selling for. Yeah. So. Well, and some other people have said, you know, has he quietly been buying up stock so it's not going to be $44 billion for him? You know, like, has he quietly been buying through other companies, uh, you know, saying that he's not going to buy it? So that's been, um, you know, that's been helping lower the stock. From the initial, from April when he made the initial offer, stock is down 13% from that time. So, yeah. I don't know about that. I think that would be illegal. So, 
Um, I don't think he would do that. That would be dumb. Yeah. He's he's not a dumb person. So. Well, is it yeah. illegal? Yeah, it's illegal. To, I mean, if he knows the if the only reason why he's not. I mean, unless they can't prove that he did it to make money. Yeah. Yeah. Because if he if he says that he's not going to buy this, if he says he's not going to buy the company because there's all these bad things about the company, and then behind the scenes he's buying the stock at a lower price, I would yeah. think that that would be enough of a conspiracy to think that you know he's, you know that would be, that would be enough to indict him on something. Whether they could make it stick, you know, that's one mm-hmm. thing. But all right, yeah, well. Well, um, I hope that goes through just because I like to watch the losers at Twitter squirm. And it would be nice if I could see Trump and all the other people that got banned back on the platform. That would be great. Well, it sounds like Trump isn't coming back no matter what. Yeah, he says that. He said that because he wanted people to go to his platform that he's no longer a part of. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, wouldn't, I would take that with a grain of salt that he's not coming back. But... All right, did you guys uh, did you see that uh, that movie that came out? You know, the number one movie in the nation. Uh, they spent uh, thirty million dollars advertising it, and and uh, you know everybody saw it, right? Um, I believe it's called Bros. <laughs> yeah, I I heard that it was forty million to advertise for it, another twenty two million dollars to make it. Um, so, so a total of $62 million and they made $4.8 million. So they spent more money advertising it than they did making it. Yeah. Yeah. That's normally the, it's, it's, well, depending on like what, what type of, but it's usually like 30 to $40 million worth of advertising for a movie. Um, that's why you'll have movies like Batgirl. They spent $90 million making it. They knew that even even to advertise it being on like HBO Max, if they just released it on their own platform, they knew it was going to be another twenty to thirty million dollars just to advertise for it on their own um, platform. Well, no, to like just anything, you know, not tell anyone. Like you're going to have to put commercials out there, like come to HBO Max, right? Um, you know, because we have Batgirl, <laughs> they, they were, the advertising would have done it and they, and they figured that they could, if they wrote it off, um, as, as just a loss in, in total that they would get more money back in the tax tax break. So, okay. So the last Netflix show, what is it that you watched? Cobra Kai. So do have you seen any advertisements for Cobra Kai on Netflix? outside of netflix yes where i saw it on like tv like you know them coming back and saw it on youtube you know before a video it would be playing on there and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like come to netflix we got we got cobra kai season season five playing you know Hmm. guess i haven't ever seen an advertisement for netflix on regular tv Obviously, big tech is watching me a lot closer than they are you, and they think that. Or I watch everything on AdBlock. 
<laughs> which you works go. on YouTube, by the way. If you have, if you watch YouTube on your computer, if you get AdBlock Plus or whatever, it blocks ads on YouTube. Oh, yeah. So, alrighty, yeah. So, basically, Bros was the movie that nobody ever wanted to see, but you got to make a gay movie because you know, it is what it is. So, have you seen some of the scenes from the movie? Yeah. Like the I think the most controversial scene uh that I saw so far is is that like the first date with this guy that's supposed to be like the main love interest, um he doesn't end like he had wants because it ends up with them inviting two other guys to come over and have sex and like he leaves while these two guys are performing head on the main love interest. I just remember uh, Boondock Saints. That's that's my whole thought of the whole movie. Boondock you know, where Saints. They're, when they're in the bed, you know? <laughs> Can we just cuddle? <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? No. Oh, man, I gotta watch that movie again. I've lost... Willem Dafoe's gay in the movie, remember? Yeah. So, like... Oh, yeah. I do remember that now. <laughs> they get done having sex, and he... <laughs> And he goes, how about you just stay and cuddle? And Willem Dafoe turns over and goes, what a F word. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Cinema history classic right there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, so the problem, the problem that this thing has is, is that, like, the greatest lie that people have tried to get people to believe is that gay couples as a whole, like I'm not saying that there aren't out, out there because there, there are, there's people who are gay and just want to be married and have a monogamous relationship. And there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. I, you know, I've always felt I've never had any feelings to differ from that. You know, if you look, you know, to coin the phrase, love is love. You know, uh, in to me, I, I I've never had a problem with that. But that's not the scene right now out in the gay community. I mean, look at monkeypox. It, it was spreading like wildfire because there was a bunch of bathhouses <laughs> of you know people just having random sex with people who they had no idea who they were or what was going on and and. Um, you know, monkeypox spread like wildfire in that in that community, and that was because I mean, it it's not uncommon for somebody. You know, <laughs> what was that? Not uncommon. Not un. <laughs> yeah, Freudian slip there. <laughs> um, it's not uncommon for there to be a guy out there in some of these communities who has sex with seven hundred guys in a month. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so then I guess um, Jeffrey Dahmer's not gay. <laughs> oh, that's that's just the funniest thing I think I've heard in a while. Is Jeffrey Dahmer's not <laughs> one of my stories? Netflix removes the LGBTQ label from Jeffrey Dahmer's series after protests. 
<laughs> okay. Did he, did he kill a lot of girls too? I don't believe he killed any girls. I, I do believe that he killed a lot of men because he wanted to have sex with them. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also that he wanted to make them his sex slave. Yeah. Oh, well, I remember. I remember one story. I haven't seen the series, so this could be completely incorrect. But he like drilled a hole in this Asian. I think it was an Asian guy. Asian yeah, guy's this head. Is true. He drilled a hole in the in in the Asian guy's head and like poured like drain cleaner down it. Yeah. And and the guy was like completely out of it, and he he was like he couldn't talk, but he somehow could run, and he ran out of the house. And he found two LAPD police officers. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Oh, whatever, Milwaukee. And he was just a he was just out of it. And they just thought he was super high. And Jeffrey Dahmer comes walking out and just like, oh, that's my sex slave. And they're like, okay, go ahead and take him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, keep going. No, that's all I got on that. Well, it... I mean, think about it. It was the 90s, right? And so he came out there and he was like, oh, no, 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 we're gay and we're just doing weird sex stuff. And the cops were like, I don't want to hear anything more about it. Don't ask, the, don't tell. Just... And the other guy's got drain cleaner coming out of his ear. <laughs> Man, that's a really big earwax problem. Did you get something else up there? <laughs> Elbow in the All ribs. right, you two. <laughs> All right, you two. Lovebirds, get back in there. <laughs> oh, God. It's so sad, but it's so, like, you know, like, I think he even had handcuffs on him. But, you know, again, they were just like, oh, just kinky assholes, whatever. Just Hey, we go got back. those, too. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, Bob, you ever use these on Old Marge? No, no, never use the handcuffs. These guys, they know how to have fun. Don't remember, right, guy? No. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah but i mean so so this guy so jeffrey dahmer is basically creating gay sex slaves but he's not gay no because he's bad he's a bad person so a bad person can't be gay only straight people can be gay or bad <laughs> whoops are gay whoops. people bad i guess we'll find out <laughs> well and and i mean and that's and I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's, they're trying to take all these things. They're, they're trying to make gay characters all over the place. Like now they're saying that Robin was gay and they're making ba Superman's son gay. Well, and I mean, Robin, he's no, probably gay. No. See, and that's, that's what is so dumb about doing that is that's been the joke forever, right? Is, oh, Batman and Robin, you know, an old rich white man with a, with a young boy that he, holds deep in a cave that that's uh, you know homosexual written all over it <laughs> it's like don't pervert that and then dc goes and perverts it for themselves yeah and it's it's dumb and then but i mean they they're constantly just making all these characters gay now and now they have velma from scooby-doo who's never never even had like a hint of sexuality um in the in the show, and they're just like, oh yeah, well, now she's gay. Why? Well, because well, she's, she's always been gay. No, she hasn't. That's been the joke forever that Velma was gay, or the one of them, whatever the. 
The, the, the nerdy one was gay. Yeah, that would be Velma. I the, don't know. The, I don't watch the Scooby-Doo. I'm not a stoner. The The joke has always been that Fred's been going off with Velma and um, Daphne while he makes Scooby and Shaggy go out and find the serial killer somewhere in the amusement park. Mm. So, I just... I. The, the joke is that Scooby snacks are pot, but yeah. No. Yeah, I just... It, it's getting kind of ridiculous. It's not natural. You shouldn't have this stuff in kids' kids' shows. And what do I mean by it's not natural? I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm just saying that, you know, a, a kid sees a mom and a dad in a show, and they don't question it because it's natural. They have a mom and a dad, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and now you have these shows where... Why is the girl sexually attracted to the other girl? And they may not say sexually, but, you know, attracted to the other girl. And now questions come up. And now you're trying to figure out, okay, well, as a parent, do I show my kid this show? Because, you know, now I'm going to have to have that conversation with them. And they're not old enough to have that conversation. So thank you. You've ruined Scooby-Doo Mark, my family. Mark, you know how you introduce gay the gay lifestyle to your kids? Is as early as possible, preferably three years old, you take them to a drag show. Yeah. Yeah. That's not confusing at all. Where the kids are so confused that they pet that drag queen on the crotch. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that was a horrible video. Yeah. And then the drag queen just accepts it. Like, a f- yeah. Just sits there. Just sits there. Yeah. That, that person should be beat. <laughs> Well, and I mean, they just, they constantly show this stuff and, you know, these kids have no idea what's going on. They don't, well, and I mean, look at, you see those videos of the kids drag show and inevitably there's like one or two kids there that are scared and crying and the parents are like, no, no, this is fine. Yeah. It's like the burning emote, the burning gif. This is fine. Yeah. All right. Um, do you have any uh, absurd stories, or do you have any other stories you want to talk about? Um, I got absurd ones. Give me one second here. All right, I'll start with my first one. Sure. So, advice by Damon Young. It's a column, I think, in the Washington Post. Ask Damon, should I get my anti-vax friend's baby vaccinated without telling them? Oh, my God. Uh, great story. I would, I would shoot them. Yeah, should I shoot my friend who got my baby vaccinated without telling me? Too late. Already did. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one from the New Statesman. Family is a terrible way to satisfy our desire for loving care, according to the writer of the academic. Sophie Lewis, the solution, abolish it. Abolish what? Parenthood? The fam- Yeah, family. Yeah, that's... Like the nuclear family. I, uh, yeah, the, if that's real, that person's a moron. Yeah, well, no, they are real. They wrote a paper about, a, like, it's not natural to have family. It's not natural to have it's... monogamy and kids. Like... Really, if if you become pregnant, like 
that kid should be grown by the state, uh, raised by the state, uh, because it takes a village, and like they should be raised separate from the parents. Yeah, it takes a village of idiots to write this story. Yeah. Uh, all right. Mine's from uh, the UK Daily Mail. Ron DeSantis thinks Trump is a fucking nut and a moron who has no business running for president again and would attack his competence head-on in public if they were if they are 2024 rivals, Florida governor's former staffer claim. Staffer's oh. claim. So, in other words, probably a no-source story written by a news organization. Yeah. I, yeah. I doubt that any... Well, I mean, I don't know if, if DeSantis would say that. Let's just say he did. None of his staffers would report this. This is just... I mean, it's career suicide. Yeah. It, it, sounds, it sounds to me like somebody is... Um, somebody somebody got fired and they're trying to make a name or it's one of those you know famous anonymous sources yeah yeah and it's just made whole cloth because yeah. he's come out and he has said in public that he endorses trump and that trump did a lot of great things for this country he said he has said that numerous times you know jack posevic or uh, poso um he keeps coming out and saying like he doesn't like Ron DeSantis for some reason. Um, but I mean, like everything that DeSantis has done, the way that he's handled things, obviously, like with this hurricane, I mean, he's a leader. He's a leader, and he's proved that he that he does what he says and says what he does. Yeah, you know? I don't. I have no. Uh, I mean, I think he would be a good plan B. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Cause like I've said in the past, we already know what we're getting with Trump. We're getting a guy that's pissed and he's going to get in there and he's going to knock shit over. He's going to break stuff. Whereas DeSantis, he's never been uh, the president before. We don't really know how he's going to react. He could, he theoretically could be, you know, fake, but I mean, that's probably not the case, but theoretically you could. No, I, I just think, I just think that. Yeah, I, I have no no problems with saying that I think Trump is obviously the nominee for the next four years. But I think after that, I would love to see a primary of Carrie Lake versus DeSantis. Well, maybe maybe let's just let Carrie Lake actually have a term first before we start crowning her. Yeah. Well just what I've seen so far, she is she's done. You're you're absolutely right. But I mean uh so far what I've I've seen from her. She's she's pretty spot on. Yeah. All right. You um, got another one. Yeah. So this is from Pink News. This is an actual headline, and this was an actual article. Why can't gay or lesbian twins have sex with each other? Why is incest <laughs> wrong between same-sex siblings? Wow. Yeah, that's uh, a little odd. This is where they're going with it. I mean, this is this is the next thing. You know, it's gonna. Well, it's it's the break. They're breaking down everything. Like nothing. If everything is cool, then everything is cool. So they can do whatever they want, right? Mm -hmm. Then you can you can molest kids, and that's oh, that's okay. They're just relate. You're just attracted to kids. You can have fifteen wives. Oh, that's not a big deal. They're all consenting adults. 
Mm-hmm. So, well, and and what I just think is, you know, so about this is, are they just go okay? Well, you know, the whole thing about incest is is that if you were to happen to make a child through incest, like that would obviously make, um, you know, a child with deformities because you can't you can't do that when you're blood relatives like that. You know, so that's the whole that's the big argument against incest. But if they're gay. They can't have a child, right? So what's the problem? Why why is that an issue? And it's like because it's unnatural, it's unholy. <laughs> you know, it's it it's the most disgusting thing um that that I can think of. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. It, the, go. Are you, you got one? Oh, go. All right. So this is uh this is a tweet by Sybil in uh, England and she's tweeting a story about uh, basically no, uh, about the Sussex, Sussex police and how they arrested some guy who um, claims to be a woman and they arrested somebody for well, they arrested him and then they and then people were saying no, this is a man committing a sexual offenses against children please get off your Please get get your force in order. Basically, they're talking to the Sussex police, and they responded, "Hi, Sussex police do not tolerate any hateful comments towards the gender identity, regardless of crimes committed. This is irrelevant to the crime that has been committed and investigated by the Sussex police." And then they arrested the person that commented that because it's against the law to make hateful comments online. And I don't believe that the that the molesters in prison or in jail, but the person who commented was in jail. Yeah. Yep. And that's what they want to do here in America, too. They want to mm-hmm. make it to where it's illegal to have a hurtful comment. Well, what makes a hurtful comment? Well, we'll decide that. And then we'll, you know, when you call when you call a Republican a fascist and a Nazi, that's not a hurtful comment. But if you accidentally call somebody a she when they're a they... That is a hurtful comment, and now you're going to jail, and we're taking you away from your family. Mm-hmm. People got to wake up, because, I mean, that's that's a serious threat. Yep. Um, Army's first trans officer and her, and his, uh, John Hopkins' doctor wife, are indicted on spy charges. Somebody stole that for me. Oh, I'm sorry. I oh, had that fine. in here for like, wow. But yeah, pretty crazy story. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Yeah, the so basically, uh, um, diversity does it again, and the the trans person is basically stealing secrets for Russia. <laughs> yeah. Uh all right, this one's from the New York Post. Race faker Rachel Dolezal's nude OnlyFans photos have leaked on social media. The first comment is, what the fuck? <laughs> Can't a woman be a fake black person on social media and make money off of OnlyFans? Yeah. God, that, that, that OnlyFans is disgusting. Yeah. I mean, I... I just think that that's such a horrible thing. 
I just love it though when they show the um, women posting their L's online and and like it's people talking about. I just I don't know if you ever saw that one where it was like I yeah. just cam for four hours and all I made was twelve dollars and seventeen cents. What's going on with my life? That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, New York Post. I have my boyfriend move in with me, my husband and my kids. Yeah, I saw that one. That one's a little nuts. Man, that's... Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's what it's like today. There's a, there's a guy online that keeps making fun of that, those, like, stories. But he, like, makes fun of all the football players. I don't know. You've probably seen a lot of as he does the fake Adam Schefter tweets. You know, oh, like, is he with the glasses? It's, yeah, it's Barry McCockiner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he does the, you know, the one where he said that Jordan Love over overthrew a receiver in uh, in practice yesterday, and Aaron Rodgers was seen muttering, "Oh, we're gonna really need win with that," or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, mine is from uh, Not the Bee, and. I've seen this everywhere. But the Library of Congress allowed rapper Lizzo to play play James Madison's 200-year-old, never-before-heard crystal flute. It was a good run for America. I can't believe that they would just let her play that. So, you know what's funny is there's one video where she's dressed in a nice dress and they bring it out and she plays it you know, I guess she's a trained flutist. Um, and that video got nothing. But then that video of her in the in the see-through dress where she twerks while she's playing it, and then she screams, we made history tonight! I'm like, what in the world? We live in, we live in two different worlds right now. <laughs> like, we really do. I... And and it's because I I bet Twitter and Facebook show the one video to the Democrats of her playing it nicely. And then when Republicans complain about it, they're like, well, what are you talking about? Well, we're talking about the one where she twerks, uh, you know? I, I, I'm going to have to stop you there, Mark. She can twerk? Yeah. That's not possible. I don't believe that. I don't believe she she's physically able to twerk. Have you have you seen the video? No, I, I I've only seen pictures. I refuse to watch her play the flute. What the oh. fuck? But you're a racist. Yeah. <laughs> what's so wrong? What's so wrong about her playing the crystal flute by James Madison? Because nobody should. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's yeah. a reason why it's not been played for 200 years. Maybe you take it to, like, the Symphony Orchestra of New York, you know, something that's not that, and play it there, you know, as, like, a dedication to the to James Madison, not throw a gift to some rapper that obviously can't control anything about herself and just let her make a mockery of the entire country. I mean, how about that? Seriously, what would have happened if it would have just on the ground and smashed into a hundred pieces. 
I mean, that's probably uh, that, that probably would have been more fitting than her playing it. Well, I mean, I just think that, like, what if she would have started playing it and she starts twerking, you know, and and then all of a sudden, as she's twerking, she drops the crystal flute. It just shatters into a million pieces all across the stage. You think you think that uh, first woman uh, uh, congressional um, curator is fired the next day? I would hope so. I don't think I, she would have been though. No, I doubt she would have. She would. It would just been like, oh well, how could you have known that she was gonna drop it as she was twerking backwards? Yeah. All right. Um, You're up. What's so scary about a transgender child? Stop worrying about what happens if your kid transitions. Worry about what happens if we don't. Yeah. I'm worried about that they don't want to do it after they can't reverse it anymore. That's what I'm worried about. Well, I... And that's what we are now seeing from a lot of these people who were the initial guinea guinea pigs, you know, are saying like, wow, my life sucks. Like here I thought that this was going to make me happy. Turns out I'd ruined my entire life and it's irreversible. Mm-hmm. And and they keep saying, well, I would rather have a living son than a dead daughter. Right. The problem is, is it doesn't change their suicide rate. In fact, studies are starting to show that it probably makes it worse yeah it just reminds me of that beyonce song don't think your penis won't leave don't think your penis won't leave you could have another one in a minute as a matter of fact it'll be here in a minute oh, don't no. ever think it's irreplaceable oh uh, Did, you know what i thought was funny was um you know, one of the first people that kind of started this transgender craze was um, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's kid, Shiloh. Okay. Uh, so it was Shiloh is a girl, and then started saying that she was a boy, and now all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she's Shiloh again, and nobody talks about it. Yeah, we're just going to forget about that chapter. <laughs> well, but I mean, like, you know, you, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, it might be a phase. It might be that the kid doesn't want, shouldn't make a life-altering uh, decision at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. Um, this one's from uh, the UK Daily Mail. Breaking news, Trevor Noah is leaving The Daily Show after, after a seven-year run. The latest late-night shakeup after James Corden announces his departure from CBS. Late Late Show and Samantha Bee's full frontal was axed. So, yeah. Trevor Noah's gone from The Daily Show. Um, I'm going to cry tonight, I know. Um, because this is, this is, for me, this is a, uh, this is a solemn day. I mean, Samantha B was just so exceptional. Um, and James Corden, I don't know who the fuck that is. Uh, in cars. Yeah, I, I kind of know who it is, but yeah, they all, 
they all sucked. Well, you know, there's, there's nothing like a South African lecturing you in it with a terror with an accent about how shitty your country is when your country is killing white people for the simple fact that they're white. Mm-hmm. And they killed a bunch of farmers and took their land, and now that there's a, a food shortage problem, they're begging farmers to come back. Why would, why would they? You killed their families. Well, you can't make, I mean, you can't bring them back from the dead. Yeah, but I mean, like, people fled, right? Because there was a, a genocide, and now they are asking them to come back. You know, like, oh, please, you can have your, you can have your farmland back. We'll, we'll give it back to you. We just need you to become farmers again. And people are like, no, <laughs> like you shot my dad in front of me. So it was, um, it was a pretty, uh, pretty crazy thing that that's what racism leads you down to. You know, what's also as funny is, is like Johnny Carson did the late, the night, the tonight show for what 30 years Jay Leno did it for another 30 years 30 yeah. and 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 now it's like um they gave it to Conan O'Brien for a year or whatever never gave him never gave him uh much of a chance and then um you know now it's like uh <laughs> who does it now Jimmy uh, Jimmy, Fallon? Jimmy Fallon yeah he does the tonight show and then um, can Jimmy Kimmel does whatever the Jimmy Kimmel show, and then um, Letterman's old show is by Colbert. Yeah, I mean, like none of them; they all pale in comparison. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not like those guys are on the same par as as Letterman and Leno. I mean, think about how spoiled we were, you know, back in the days that that you know you actually had funny people in those positions and now you have some guy dancing around with get your vax or or making an impassionate political speech in his monologue when he's supposed to be funny yeah and and i don't know the the colbert's not funny (laughs) he's he's not himmel used to be funny when he actually had an edge you know he had you know when he was on the man show and stuff but now he's not he's not even close to funny he's not even He's not even pithy, and Jimmy Fallon can't stop laughing at his own jokes, which is annoying. One also, he uh, watched a sixteen-year-old girl get basically raped by his friend. Oh, Horatio Sands. Yep. Yeah. Like he knew, he knew she was sixteen. Knew that she shouldn't be back there. So, you know that in my book, you're a little pedophile then. You know, so, yeah. um, the, uh, Colbert was funny though. When he, when he was on the, the Colbert show back, um, after the daily show, when he would play, he would play the over-exaggerated Republican. I didn't mind yeah. that. I mean, because he was doing a parody, but like if he would have kept that same character and, and did the exact same thing. I get it was left-leaning because he would play the exaggerated Republican, but, I mean, it was still funny. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't mean-spirited. Yeah. 
Um, but like the Daily Show, he he's not he's not funny. I mean, he's not funny. He, the character was funny. He's not funny. Yeah. All right, um, uh, go ahead. High school girls banned from their own locker room after voicing concerns about transgender athlete. Uh, and so I guess there was a little bit more digging into the this transgender athlete. Um, he wasn't even changing in there. Um, like he would sit in the back and watch the girls change. But he says he identifies as a woman, so he wants to play on the girls' team. But, like, he was just sitting back watching the girls undress, and I guess he was making comments to them. That's just... I don't... I don't understand the world that you're just gonna... Because some guy says that he's a woman, you're just gonna let him watch girls change. Yeah. You know, and that got me thinking about this, though, too, is... How did they do that with like the male coaches for the girls teams and stuff like that? The males went into the males locker room and then the girls went into the girls locker room and then they came out to different doors. Well, no, I know. Yes, I remember that. But like, didn't they have like their offices and like, did they, you know? Yeah, but they went to the, they went to the boys locker room for their office. Their office was in the boys locker room. Hmm. I guess I just don't remember, you know, back in my high school, like the men's, the the women's volleyball coach and the women's basketball coach. Like, I forget where his office was because I don't think it was in the boys' locker room. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was someplace separate. But yeah, I don't know what made me think of that. But anyway, the the idea, though, that there was some guy sitting in there just watching the girls get changed and you know some kid just leering at leering at these girls i mean it's it's and and then when the girls say hey that makes us feel uncomfortable okay well you're banned from that locker room and you're going to have to go someplace else then because that's his space yeah <laughs> it's topsy turvy yep yep i i see what you're saying uh along the same lines um, biological male Biological, there's a biological male dominating opponents in women's pro disc golf. <laughs> uh, I hear that he can outdrive them. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the weird thing is, is the other day he kind of slipped and he threw the disc into the ground and um, he had to he had to rethrow it, but with his dick out. <laughs> that them's the rules. If you don't make it past the women's tee, you, you gotta. You gotta do another drive with your dick out to make prove that you're a man. Mm, that's interesting. <laughs> that's the rules. That's, that's the rules. rules. That's the rules in golf. Mm. In real golf, I mean regular golf. <laughs> Is it All your right. turn? No, it's your turn. I just did the disc golf. Oh one. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this is from the Huffington Post. Real article again. Could a small nuclear war reverse global warming? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. They're, they're basically spinning the fact that um, dumbass Biden is going to get us into a nuclear war. And maybe it wouldn't be such a bad deal if, if we had a nuclear war because it would reverse global warming. 
Oh, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, just think about it. If we eradicated the human race, then the world would be safe. Well, I mean, it's like, it's like a tree falling in the woods. If we eradicated the human race and nobody was here to see it, would it make, would it matter if global warming was still there? Yeah. Uh, to to the liberals, it probably would. It, we would we would probably be a better planet if there were no humans, but the Earth was no longer warming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just wonder, like, what is their final end? Because there's going to be a lot of people who die of of cold in Europe this year. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I kind of wonder about the pipeline explosion, too. Do you think that we actually did that? I mean, it's it's looking like we did, like the United States exploded that pipeline because there was, like, more than one at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we just happened to have a ship in the area. And Biden happened to say multiple times that we're going to get rid of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. No, I, right. I think it. I think it's. I think that it's totally possible. I think that if we did, then I mean, shame on us because there's going to be a bunch of people who die because of it. Um. And and I mean that's basically terrorism, um, because we're not hitting a military target; we're hitting a civilian target. So, you would think that, okay. No way, even even Biden wouldn't do that, right? Like, he couldn't be that dumb as to potentially put the risk of hundreds of thousands of lives, um, in a in a winter that there's going to be people who die, uh, because of this issue. Like that had to be Russia, right? If if somebody came out tomorrow and said, "Yeah, actually," uh. You know, so and so did a did a check, and uh, for sure happened because of an Amer- American fleet uh, ship fired fired a you know a missile to blow to blow it up. Um, if that's the case, then I guess wouldn't be shocked. But I I mean I mean it, it's well it's, what what. What possible, what possible reason would Russia blow their own pipeline up for? I mean, all they got to do is shut the gas off. Yes. So why I, would they blow their own pipeline up? The only thing that I could think of is is that if they sh- if they shut it off, you know, it looks bad on them, right? Like that they're mm-hmm. the ones that did it. Um. If they blow it up themselves, then they deprive that, you know, Europe of that gas. But also, then they're they're cutting off their nose to spite their face. You know, right? Yeah, they have much more to gain on it being there than not being there. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense for them to do it. Yeah. But but, but when was the last time Russia's done something? It makes sense for them to do, you know. They do it all the time. That's it's all. That's all Putin does is do stuff, do shit that makes sense for him. 
Okay. So there was forty five hundred dollars of European um or there was forty five hundred dollars spent on Facebook ads to get Trump elected into office. And Trump was probably the best president that kept Putin in check. Not in his best interest, yet he did it. You know? Well, it's in his best interest to sow discord in the United States. And he didn't he didn't just like everybody else in the United States didn't think Trump was gonna win. But at the same time, it's $4,500. you really think that that's even... Do you but, think that he made the decision to spend $4,500 on Facebook ads? Yeah, that's half their GDP. Back then. <laughs> yeah, I don't... All right, this one's from CBS Minnesota. Uh, Minneapolis resident living near gang war zone installs bulletproof bed headboard. I can sleep calmly. So yeah, that's what you got to do to survive in Minneapolis. Yeah, uh, I saw that. That think about think about you going to bed at night not knowing that you're gonna wake up not because of like some health scare but because you got these gangland people firing bullets into your house and one could just hit you in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Thanks, Governor Walls. Yeah. Um, this is my last one. I am living paycheck to paycheck and I make $355,000 a year but I have $88,000 in student loans, $170,000 in car loans, and I pay a mortgage and, and a mortgage I pay $4,500 a month on. Uh, do I need professional help? <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> Sell the cars tomorrow because they're probably worth more than 170 So sell the cars tomorrow. Buy some beaters for forty grand or 30 grand. I don't know how many cars you need. Maybe two. So buy buy $40,000 worth of cars. Oh, problem solved. Now all of a sudden you're solving. Well, I mean, $350,000, you know, okay. $355,000 a year would be 13... 200 grand after tax? You think 200 grand after tax? Well, it's probably like 250, depending on yeah, I mean it depends on a bunch of factors, but let's just call it two fifty, or let's call it twenty four hundred. Let's call it twenty grand a month. Twenty grand a month. Yeah, well, that's what it would be after tax two hundred forty thousand. Oh, okay. So I mean, that mortgage is, is a about... quarter of your income. That's about right. Yeah, that's about right. Um, so obviously it's the hundred seventy thousand dollars in well in. In car loans, somebody who's spending 170 grand on cars is spending ridiculous money on ridiculous shit. I mean, they're buying Gucci loafers and they're buying, you know, all that extravagant stuff. So it's not just the cars; it's all the crap they buy too. So yeah, you know, they're but, going out to hundred dollar meals every night. And... Yeah, well, and I mean, and that's the thing though. It's like. Back when I, I used to, I used to work in, at a bank and I used to help people with their mortgages. Right. And, um, you would have these people 
who would who would just be making huge sums of money. You know, a, there was one guy I remember he was making eleven thousand dollars a paycheck. Um, so he was probably like this guy. He's probably making three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars a year because he's bringing home eleven thousand dollars a paycheck, and he's like, I just I can't make it. And I'm sitting here thinking, you make a third of my salary in one paycheck, um, you know, uh, at the time, you know, and it and it's like him him saying that he can't make it, and it's like I I, I just I don't understand, you know, um, and that is, it's, it's not about how much money you make because you can, you can make a nice life for yourself in today's economy, making $40,000 a year, you know, Mm -hmm. um, it, and you would live comfortably. Would you have the nicest things? No, you know, but you could, you could have a nice life. And if that's all that you wanted in life, you could make a real nice life for yourself um, in today's world. You know, it it just, it blows my mind when people are bringing home six figures and they're like, oh my God, I just don't know how to do it. You got a serious problem with keeping up with the Joneses or something because, wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, uh, this one's from the Blaze Media. Um, Kamala, and this is from other things. This is, she just gave like a speech. After the hurricane, Kamala Harris says climate crisis aid should be given out based on equity to communities of color and women. Yeah, I don't understand. Why is that wrong? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why is that wrong. I, I don't have any idea why that's wrong. Well, and also, when DeSantis said, "If you if you try to loot this this uh, uh, Florida that we're a Second Amendment state, that was racist because obviously anyone who loots must be black or brown, right?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there couldn't be any any white scumbags, I guess. Yeah. This. I just. This uh oh sorry you can keep going if you want. No, I was just saying I was just saying like how racist it was that all these MSNBC and all these other people saying that. I mean it's the same thing with Kamala, right? There, you know, oh it it dis- disproportionately affects um our our you know BIPOC community. Why? Yeah, this one's from NBC News. Um, Governor Newsom signed the Decriminalize Artistic Expression Act, which restricts the use of rap lyrics as evidence in California court trials. Didn't that only like happen one time? I guess it happens more than that, more than you would think. I mean, the rappers go on trial and then they bring in the lyrics, but. There was there was at least one case where they convicted based upon it because it was basically a confession. <laughs> they like confessed like to the location, the weapon, and stuff like that. But I think they they've brought they brought they're using the cases where the prosecutors have brought in rap lyrics as like see this guy's a thug as as the reason to not do it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> I killed. 
I killed Tommy. I've killed him in the junkyard. Put three bullets in the back of his head with my tack nine. Well, that's exactly how this guy was killed. Nah, sorry, you can't use it. He did it in rap. Yeah. This one's from, this is a great, <laughs> this story made my day and probably my week. UK Daily Mail in the female section. So you know it's good. Um, proof you don't always know best. Hilarious times social media users have stepped in, stepped in to correct someone online only to realize they're the ones who are wrong. <laughs> so, um, this <laughs> Here's a tweet from Stephen King. A priest, a minister, and a rabbit walk into a bar. The rabbit says, I think I'm a typo. And <laughs> guess who? Everybody's favorite commenter, the three-year letterman, responds, it's spelled rabbi, Steve. That's really embarrassing for you as an author. In quotation marks. So, um, yeah, you missed the joke. This U.S.-based poster set his sights on the wrong author when he wrongly blasted Stephen King's spelling. So I'm pretty sure everybody who's listening to this knows, because I've probably told them several times, that the three-year letterman is a fake account who makes, who basically trolls people into commenting on his obvious net comments of stuff being wrong. <laughs> and then people jump on it and then they make fun of the people that, that did this so alright there's another one. Oh, has anyone been to the biggest statues in this list and it's world's tallest statues it's like um, the statue of something in India the something in Singapore something in China something in Nat whatever and then the fourth one is the Statue of Liberty and well, would you look at it again? The three-year letterman posted, please delete this information. The Statue of Liberty is the tallest man-made structure on Earth, and it was literally built by America. <laughs> one, user many... appeared, one user appeared to suggest that the Statue of Liberty was not only the tallest man-made structure, but also was literally built by America. How many uh, SCC? SEC championships does the Statue of Liberty have? All of them. <laughs> yeah. Did did they did they pull out a tweet where he said, obviously you're wrong because he has a 2011 fully loaded Taurus and bought his waterbed straight up cash? Yeah. I was watching, or I was looking at one today that he was on, um, Somebody thought that he literally was giving steroids to his kids oh, <laughs> on the football field. Because I think somebody had commented that they, something, probably something about the vaccine. And he said, the only injections I, I, I allow my, kid, my players to have are uh, injection, performance enhancing injections. And then somebody's like, you give your kids steroids? And he goes, uh, I can't believe that. Or so, then somebody comments, what? And he goes, um, I said it, or I don't, I don't remember. But then I put uh, anabolic is literally um, anabolic is literally Latin for I can't remember. <laughs> it's literally Latin for uh, I don't remember, but it was pretty funny. It should have gotten about five thousand likes, but you know, that's uh, I think I'm shadow banned. <laughs> Let me see here. Let me find it. 
Oh, Derek. Uh, Derek anabolic is literally Latin for from the earth. <laughs> so I think I think he had commented that I only give him I only give him stuff from the earth or something. I don't know. Uh, uh, this one's from Redux Magazine. A socialist who authored the book titled The Lust for Children is on the board backing a new LGBT uh, daycare project in Berlin, Germany. Something, something. The guy's name, can't read it, don't speak German. Wrote that some children, even those as young as four, can consent to sex with adults. Oh my gosh. And this is from... Yeah, it's pretty sick. Uh, this is from Mediaite. Um, fact check, Trump would get crushed by George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, concludes Washington Post analysis. So Trump said that he would probably beat Washington or Lincoln if they were running for president, and they fact checked it. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie that um, the slave owner Washington and probably slave owner Lincoln might get might Lincoln get beat was, by Trump. No, Whatever. Lincoln, he, I'm sure they'd find something. Well, they would find something about him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, right. they would... He was a wrestler, you know? So they'd probably okay. Jim Jordan him. Probably. All right. Let's move on to the worst people of the week. Mark, who's your worst person? Ben Crump. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, um, he was caught up in a little bit of a scandal. Now, he's saying that uh, he didn't have anything wrong uh, with um, the handling of funds and that he never actually handled funds for a non um, from a GoFundMe for Dante Wright's girlfriend and son. Um, and she's saying that he had promised that it would it would go 50-50 from her and the mother because otherwise she would have started a GoFundMe separate from the families if uh if uh, uh Ben Crump hadn't made a, a a pledge to make sure that everything got handed out 50-50 so now he's getting sued because there was over a million dollars given in the GoFundMe and the girlfriend and son have not seen anything from that money. And so she's saying that she was misled by Ben Crump uh, because uh, you know, he, he had said, you know, don't, don't dilute the message or something of that nature, I guess. Um, so he's saying, it, it's not me. This isn't my fault. But... It, it just seems to keep happening where all these people, you know, uh, Ben Crump goes where he thinks the thinks the money's going to be, and then when he uh, when it doesn't happen, or you know, when uh, um, uh, you know, when the narrative falls through, then he's gone. It's almost like he's only there to to make the money, and he doesn't really care about the people at all. Yeah, seems that way. What, is the, what did they used to call uh, Jesse Jackson? The poverty pimp? <laughs> kind of sounds about the same thing here. I heard that... Oh, Jesse Jackson, did you know that Ben Stein used to work for him? That would surprise me. Yeah, 
uh, and and I guess Jesse Jackson had talked about how, um, you know, his persona out there in the public, well, that's to make money, but then there's the real him, you know? And mm-hmm. he said that, um, I guess he said something pretty racist one time, according to Ben Stein was, is that when he hear, hears footsteps uh, in the middle of the night behind him, when he looks back, he hopes that he sees a white person. <laughs> I was like, uh, wow. If that story is true, that's, uh, that's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. All right. Mine is, uh, Vanessa Friedman. So she is a, um, an author for the New York times. She is a fashion reviewer and she wrote an article for the New York times. Oh, she's also very white. There is no excuse for Yee's, which would be Kanye, Yee, Yee's White Lives Matter shirt. Not from Yee and not from his new YZY collection. So the white snowflake Vanessa Friedman thinks that it's not okay for Kanye West to have a shirt that says the White, white Lives Matter. Mm. Yeah. So ones. Yeah, she's just. I don't know what's wrong with people. Well, and also he, he needs to go back to his plantation, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you ain't for Biden, you ain't black. Yeah. All right. Who's your best person of the week? Uh, I picked Ron DeSantis. Uh, we kind of talked about it before, but, uh, you know, he did a hell of a job with this hurricane, you know, and even with the media coming after him and trying to get him to be blamed for a natural disaster that he had no control over, um, <laughs> he kind of held his own ground. Uh, so immediately when they said, well, hey, why did it take so long for the evacu- evacuation order to be into place you know and he said well where did you have your camera set up because i bet you were in tampa until that storm took an uh, unexpected turn and as soon as we saw that it was going to hit landfall there we made an evacuation order for those people and i think that they're saying that the death toll is probably going to be um 80 or 90 people or is it or is it in the hundreds well, I remember they were predicting it was going to be over 100, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, and most of those are people who, you know, didn't leave for the evacuation and stuff. Um, so, I mean, here's the media, like, trying to hammer him, and he just doesn't play into it. And then, and then you know, they're trying to get him because the president comes down and... Uh, you know, pledges money and they're like, oh, so he's not too good to take the the president's money. Well, it's not the president's money. That's that's our money. Um, and I think that we're all fine with it going to uh, DeSantis uh, in the state of Florida to help rebuild. But yeah, exactly. So I, I, I like all the tweets where they were saying that Florida should rename themselves to Ukraine so they can get money. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, my best person of the week is 
the three-year letterman. I know he's fictional, but you can't get much better than that. But he is a he is a real person, though, right? He's some guy who does the persona, right? Yeah, it's like saying a Larry Cable Larry the Cable guy is a real person. It's yeah, not, yeah. That's not really him. I mean, it's just a guy doing a doing a radio personality he came up with, you know, twenty years ago. His real name's like Daniel. Yeah. But I mean, like he goes to like some of these minor league baseball games, right? And he talks talks about that. Yeah, he went to a minor league baseball game and he uh yeah. I mean he's it's a character. It's like saying mm-hmm. that somebody playing James Madison you know, going, going to Burgundy. an event. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Art. great. I, I, I think it's a cool little shtick. Um you were right about him. That that it is pretty funny to watch. I love all the you know, um, little digs that he puts at people, you know, and then, and then like sometimes he puts it out there and he's like, well, I think I got another one, you know, like he retweets. Well, what's the, 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 I mean, the funny part is all the crap that he posts, but I think the funniest thing that he does is all the people that pile on. It's just too damn funny. Just watching people who have no idea what they just got into have like 60 tweets just like within the hour of people just making, just being like kind of stone-faced saying the exact same thing three-year letterman did. And it's all insane. So people have got to look at that and be like, am I wrong? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, any sane person has got to look at it and be like, "What did I miss? Am I am I wrong?" Yeah. So that's that's the funniest thing. I I just put myself in the people's shoes and I'd be like, "What's what's going on?" I I remember I commented on this one woman's post and she blocked me. <laughs> it wasn't even anything all that bad, but it was just so, as a matter of fact, that I tweeted it that I tweeted at her, I think she thought like she was wrong and she blocked everybody out of the thread. It is it, it is funny like when they were like when you, he gets people going to like you're saying and then they're like don't argue with the coach he knows better he has a fully full, fully loaded, fully loaded Taurus. <laughs> so, yeah or or, or uh, uh he's got so many rings he struggles to turn doorknobs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then there's there's a there's like a bunch of different things that they'll post. There's like there's the one of the Wheel of Fortune board that says never le- never lettered in shit, but it with the with the letters missing. <laughs> uh it's just so funny. And then there's the checklist of all the shit that the three-year letterman has that people will post and they update it every so often. 500, 500 DVD stand. Yeah, with a disco ball. Show-stopping Little League umpire. Yeah. It's got a corner apartment with laser printing privileges. He makes like $33 an hour plus pennies. And has a company gas card. It's just so dumb. It's just such a dumb brag that it's so funny. $33 an hour ain't bad, actually. Well, I know it's not bad, but uh, it's just such a, it's just such kind of a, like a middle, like a, just a mid. It's, yeah, no, it's not I... like it's, it's not like it's great, but 
it's not like it's bad. It's not like it's great, but it's just such a, it's just so middle. Like the 2011 Taurus with the 24 disc CD changer in the trunk. It's just so middle. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's a, it's not like it's a, I make $350,000 a year type thing. Yeah. You know, like it's, yeah, it's the, I probably make, what is $33 an hour? <laughs> it's a close. It's a Riverside timeshare at Pigeon Forge, right? Just like the random crap that is kind of a humble break, 66 grand. 68. Roughly. It's 2,000 hours. I did it 2,000 hours. But anyway, it, it's, it's, it's the rough, um, it's just the weird, just the humble breaks. You know, they're, yeah. they're just like not, well, not really humble breaks. They're, they're straight out breaks that aren't humble. <laughs> that should be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah but, they should definitely make a movie of the three-year Letterman. Oh, I, they I have, would, there's a web series on him. Well, there is. Yeah, there's a. I've seen one episode of it. It's where he's. I, maybe there's only one. They just did a pilot, but he basically uh, the uh, the youth football uh, youth the football league that he's in. Um, it says that. Um, that a person cannot have their, you know, twelfth birthday or whatever by the time that the season starts. <laughs> so he finds he finds a leap year baby who's like who's like thirty. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, looks like that brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, if you guys want to get a hold of us, our contact information's in the description. Uh, and until next week, have a good one.